Hello and welcome to Game On presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Tales of Arise, developed by Bandai Namco Studios, published by Bandai Namco Entertainment. Tales of Arise. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, just the way you did that, it was great. I have only had like one foray into the Tales games long, 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 long time ago. I was in like my early college years. I was dating a girl and her and all her friends loved this game called Tales of Symphonia. Tales of Symphonia is the best one. And I remember we used to all go to their college dorm and we'd all sit around their GameCube and we'd all play Tales because it was it was very rare for RPGs and JRPGs. It was actually multiplayer. Like yeah. you could yeah. ha- you could each play individual characters. It was a little difficult, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't 100% but I mean, it was it was the kind of thing that like you could sit around and do this, and that was know? awesome. Yeah, kind that of was... kind of like Lord of the Rings: The Third Age, right? Yeah. Where you could do a two-player thing and you could control certain characters, but like, yeah, one person would run around the world, and such. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like I had a little bit of knowledge of what the Tales series was. I knew that you know instead of potions and elixirs and ether um, and Phoenix Downs, that you had gels. You know, different fruit. You still have Phoenix gels. Downs. Is it Phoenix Downs? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've... Some of them you do. Some mm-hmm. of them it's it's something it's something similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and then and the other thing I knew was I knew there was something about a chef. A chef showed up in every game, and you would have a to mystery find him. Chef. Yeah, and he would give you recipes because that was the other thing was that you could make food to give you stat buffs. So with... what about the uh, devil arms? Nope. Nope. Nothing nope. about that. Nope. Okay. Literally, all I remember is that it was two player, and that. There was a thing about a chef and okay. that the the things were called gels. They weren't your typical potion, so on and so forth. Yeah. So when I heard Tales of Arise was coming out, I was like, oh, hey, I kind of know what this game series is about. And Caleb, you got super excited for it. Oh, yeah, because I've been I've been a Tales fan since Tales of Symphonia. I owned it on the GameCube and I absolutely felt in love with it. I thought it was one of the greatest JRPGs I'd ever played. Uh, mind you, at that point in time, I had never played like any of the Final Fantasy series because it was all, you know, basically PlayStation, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I did have the one for the Super Nintendo, which I think is like Final Fantasy Four, right? Yeah. But for like an eight-year-old kid, Final Fantasy Four is like hard to play through. Yeah, and because yeah, yeah, like there's just a lot of reading and. Yeah, I did it, not have the attention span for that. Yeah, plots are super complicated in Final Fantasy games. Yeah, <laughs> and like, well, there's a, there was always one part where I would like, I would get to this part, you would unlock the airship, and then it was like, okay, where do you go? And if you didn't read the dialogue, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't, you didn't know where to go. Yeah, and at that point, you basically had the whole world that you could go to Mm -hmm. and this was back in the day where there no quest log no no journal to refer to where it's like oh we need to travel to this city and talk to this person no waypoints nothing like that so it was like you read the dialogue and then when you read the dialogue they're like oh we we have to go back to this city yeah talk to this person and then and i was like oh shit (laughs) the whole time i could have just read the dial oh my god <laughs> this is mind-boggling but by this point in time like yeah i was i was i was like in high school when it came out mm-hmm. um 
I didn't play it right away when it came out. I, I was out of high school and I had my own job and I bought a GameCube and I was like, Tales and Symphonia, that looks cool. So I bought it and I like just the storyline. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is great. Mm. So after that, like every Tales game that came out, I was like, fuck yeah, let's, let's play this. Mm. This, I liked the combat mechanics of it. Um, because that was kind of unique for its time, mm-hmm. you know, encountering monsters and then having like a free flow of the the combat. You know, that was not a common thing for games. It was very much turn based in, in those style games. Right. Mm-hmm. Even in the Final Fantasy games around that time, it was turn based. So to have kind of like free flow combat, it was like, holy shit, this yeah. is awesome. <laughs> like I can dodge attacks. I can, you know, sneak up behind them and, you know, do like sneak attack damage. Like this is this is cool. And then there was the aspect of like GameCube, which I do think was the last like couch co-op system because it came out with like Xbox and PS2, mm-hmm. right? But GameCube and Xbox were the only ones that you could do like four people on. Yeah. So it like the fact that you could do that and you could get a couple of your buddies and as you said, play through it together, really loved it. Yeah. So made me instantly fall in love with the Tales series. Mm-hmm. So yeah, every game since then I've played. Now the last few of them before this one, I've kind of gotten like the <sighs> they're changing stuff, they're mm-hmm. getting rid of stuff, they're not doing this anymore. Like, it's still fun. The storylines are uh, okay. So I was hesitant about this one, but I was excited. Like, I was like, oh, my God. And then I read something where, like, hey, we're taking it back. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to, like, go back to the way that it was? Mm -hmm. Like, this is this is fucking awesome. No, nobody's ever gone backwards. (laughs) Like, yes. So that's when I got, like, really excited about this game yeah and, you're, and, and then you, a little disappointed i was gonna say your excitement actually got me excited about it yeah um so so you were saying a little disappointed yeah once you actually play it it was kind of like oh well that was a little misleading yeah like there were there's some stuff like the chef that you're talking about yeah. you know um which yeah he's he's the mystery chef the wonder chef like he would hide in like medained items that were way out of place Mm -hmm. like you'd go into a bakery and you saw a rubber duck (laughs) and you'd walk up to it and inspect it and he'd be like ha ha you found me here's this recipe yeah have a good one maybe you'll find me again and then he'd disappear (laughs) and you're like okay this is a cool little thing like let's see if i can go around and find him everywhere like it, it was stupid and then um there's like the devil arms which are the strongest weapons in the game. Mm. But they start off as like the weakest weapons in the game. So you have to fight like these super elite monsters, really hard to fight, right? You basically have to be max everything mm-hmm. to fight them. And when you defeat them, they give you a weapon. Every character has a weapon. And once you've collected all of the weapons, there's like a little subquest that normally would pop up to where you activate those weapons. And once you activate them from that point on every monster you kill with them, they get a little bit more powerful. Mm-hmm. So if you grind, they can be ungodly powerful. Yeah. Like in that one, I did it and I was able to grind his swords up. And when you go in and fight the final boss, I was just like, boop, one hit 
dead. Nice. With just my main weapon attack because it was so powered, so overpowered. But like, mind you, that's like hundreds of hours of grinding to mm. do it because you just get little, little boosts for every monster you kill. So it's doable. It just takes for fucking ever. Yeah. But it was a cool little thing about it. And like some of the recent games have gotten rid of that kind of stuff. So I was kind of getting at a point where I was like, another Tales game. It's not it's not going to be what I want it to be. It's not going to be what I remembered. But then they're like, we're, we're taking it back. And I was like. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's. Let's take it back. <laughs> like, th this was one of the JRPGs that were known for, like, incredibly good storylines. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I've said it a million times on that. I am a sucker for a really good storyline. Yeah. So, yeah, I was super excited about this game. Yeah. So, before we get into spoilers, yeah, non-spoiler yeah. thoughts. Non-spoiler thoughts. Well, you know, I, like, I would recommend this. Like if if you like JRPGs, if you like um, storylines, story driven progress, and everything like that, this is a good game, and I would highly recommend it. If you're expecting it to be Tales of Symphonia, don't, <laughs> because it's not. It it's they they have moved away from a lot of those things from the older games, and that's fine. It's you know evolution in its finest right mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's a great game it's got an amazing storyline interesting combat and i i would recommend it highly and i agree with you i really enjoyed playing this i definitely recommend people pick it up because um yeah you're gonna have fun even if even if you're not used to jrpgs like there's a lot of fun to be had here i have a few minor gripes and then one huge gripe at the end okay but for the most part, I, act, I I enjoyed all of my time with it. Let's get to the, some spoilers, and then we'll actually get to talking about it. So here's your spoiler warning. Bloop. Hey, guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. All right, man. So, like, I'll, I'll lead into this one because I, I, I just love these games, <laughs> right? Yeah. You have this world, and I don't think they ever actually classify what the world is called. But you start off in the realm of Calaglia. Right? Uh, it's your call. The world, the world is Dana. Dana. That's right. Thank you. It is. It is named. Oh, my God. It's said a million times. Now that you have said that, I'm like, <laughs> they talk about it constantly. You kind of open up into the, the realm of Calaglia and you see this masked Danon slave. Right. And he, he kind of like they call him the Iron Mask. But he has, like, no memories. Mm -hmm. you, you don't remember anything. But the big thing about him is, like, he feels no pain. Um, And so, like, he ends up taking a lot of, like, brunt of the, like, slave labor and, like, kind of the abuse and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And he's just doing his, like, normal slave labor like and i'm not even sure what they're necessarily doing like mining the earth or moving earth or something like that it's it's nothing like we're trying to gather this visible resource right yeah so my understanding of it is and we'll get more deep into it but when they labor their life their their essence that is being harvested 
for the the contest. Yeah, but in the beginning, you don't know about any of that. Like they're just basically moving rocks. Yeah, for no other purpose than to move rocks. <laughs> like it's super weird. And then it cuts to this woman who you discovered has like escaped imprisonment and she's fleeing and the like Renan um, soldiers are like chasing after her and everything. And one of them makes a comment of like, don't get too close. And one of course goes to like touch her and he basically gets like electrocuted or that's kind of what it looks like. He just immediately an immense amount of pain Mm -hmm. is shot through his body. And he collapses, and you, it kind of looks like he dies. Yeah. Um, but she ends up coming across Iron Mask, and Iron Mask is like, "Oh shit, this woman's in trouble." So like, he goes to protect her and everything, and you fight off the Renan soldiers. But now Iron Mask is um like kind of branded as you know, a traitor as well and all this other shit. So they end up hooking up with the rebellion group in Calaglia Mm -hmm. and she immediately gets apprehended again because she has something that they later refer to as the thorns. Right. And so they consider her like extremely dangerous. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, she's Renan. And you kind of learn, like, the Renin have come here from another planet to enslave all the Danon. Mm-hmm. Renin have the ability to cast arts, which are basically magic. Yep. Like, they, they can do magical abilities. Um, they, they can... Some Denon can, but mostly all, it's only Renin. Yeah, and the, the Renin can only do, they can do, there's, like, four elementals Mm -hmm. and then they can also do like a dark art yeah and like they're more of like well there's like five because they can also do light magic or six sorry well they they can do light magic renans can't do the light yeah they can no they can't it's specifically danans because uh shinnan she doesn't have she does not have light she has the ability to heal which is considered light magic no she can't they can't i'm telling you they they're very specific about that yeah i maybe maybe again i'll double check i may i may be confusing this with other games because normally the ability to heal is considered light magic um but she has the ability to heal right and so like the 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 rebel base comes under attack and she basically says look our interests currently align so I'm willing to help you out. I am not a threat to you. Unchain me and I'll fight by your side. And the rebel leader's like, yeah, fuck that. I ain't falling for that. Like, this isn't some storybook. Like, I'm not stupid. So they go through and they're fighting and everything. And of course, during this fight, she ends up getting her chains broken anyways. She fights alongside them. And then like, I can't remember exactly how it happens. But this flaming core comes out of her chest, right? Mm -hmm. And you later learn they're called master cores. But from that master core, a fiery sword is pulled from it. 
an iron mask because he can't feel any pain is able to wield this fiery sword. And she actually makes a comment of like, okay, now my interests are definitely aligned with yours because you're the only person I have ever met who can wield this weapon. So I'll provide you with the weapon, but like once my business is done, we're done type deal, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you find out that Balsef, who's like, I know. <laughs> I just kept calling him Balsack. 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 Um, uh, and to answer your question, yes. Um, Danon's can use light. Renan's can use dark. Shion can heal. Healing is not considered a light art. Okay. In the game. Okay. So. So yeah. So so Balsack. But she's like, I think she's no, because the other guy, one of the other guys, can use healing magic too. Yeah. 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 And he. Dolahim. He's a Renan as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, so like, so Balsack, yeah, he, uh, you find out he's the Lord of this land and that's when you start finding out there's this contest where there's like what, four or five Lords, five. Cause there's one for each realm. No, there's only four. You have Balsef. Yep. You ba have the guy in the snowy area. Yep. Dolahim. Yep. The woman and the dude with the, in the water. Area. Oh, I forget about the woman because you don't actually go into like her area you go in her area for a little bit but then she gets on the boat and r runs runs away, away. Yeah. yeah so it, i forget about the woman i don't, I don't blame you yeah <laughs> um so like those they're in this competition and they have to gather this essence from uh the danon world and the best way to gather this essence is from danon people mm -hmm. And so they make them labor, like you said, to build this essence inside of them. And they have like this core on the back of their hand and then basically kill them, remove the core and harvest the essence. I guess this is the part. This is one of the things that I'm a little eh on. Yeah, because they can no, they die from the labor and then they harvest the essence but, i should say but but like you, they don't have to do that no like just working because in in dolahim's area he doesn't kill anybody but nope. he, he still gathers the energy because they're working yep but that's yeah. how that's how balsack decides to do it yeah. though is he works them oh, to death yes and then harvests the energy from them and like you find out like it's a contest. Whoever gathers the most essence wins. Yeah. So all of these Renan lords have different methods to do it, right? But you guys decide, like, okay, we have this weapon. We have this ability. Like, this is our best shot. Let's go kill this guy. Yeah, let's fuck him up. Yeah. Let's so kick you, him in the ball sack. Yep. So you go and you kill him. Like, it's really just that simple. Yeah. Like, you basically raid his fortress, run up the fucking spiral tower, and... Which is like a hollowed-out volcano. I yeah, mean, it looks weird. How, how James Bondy can you be? Well, because, like, again, every area is, like, tied to the element, right? Yeah. So, like, Shinnin has the fire master core. Yes. Right? So, like, this is all fire. It's all about fire. He's about fire, mm -hmm. right? So you kill him... And it basically opens up these gates 
And from the gates walks this little girl. Rinwell. Yep. I love Rinwell. I do too. She's I my favorite. Her, I find her very endearing. She is. She She's is got that favorite. cute little owlet thing. And, e- yeah. Hoodle. And um, so you meet up with her and she basically tells you, hey, look, I was sent from the leader of the rebellion group in my area yeah. <laughs> to see if we can join up. Like, but I came upon the gates and right when I was about to leave, they opened like, holy shit what happened and you tell her well we just killed ours and she's like oh my god definitely come come help me Mm -hmm. (laughs) like so then you go into the snow area Mm -hmm. right and you meet up with the rebel leader there and you find out that like the son of your rebel leader is working for the renans yep and so like your rebel leader is like no i have to go with them like i have to you guys flee. I'll hold them off. I'm going to go with them. I'm going to try and save my son, mm-hmm. which is very like, that's awesome. You know, because you do kind of grow a little bit attached to this guy. Not much, but Zephyr. In the, yeah. In the short period of time, like yeah, I grew attached to him. He's, he's basically the mentor for Iron Mask. You know, Iron Mask is like, what do we do? Like, what do I do with this new ability and stuff? And he's like, you fight to be free and you you do what's right. So he he looks to him as a as a you know father figure. I d- I did meet uh, miss a part of it because when you're fighting Ballsack, his mask breaks. Iron Mask's part of his mask breaks, and he gets a memory back, and he knows his name is Alphine. Alphin. 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 Uh, does that happen then? Yep. I thought that happened later. On. I thought it did too. Hmm. I just double checked. No, it's it's during the fight with ballsack that his mask breaks he gets the memory but that's it that's all he knows like i have a name now (laughs) (laughs) you know and um so yeah so like then you like you take sefer and you take like a small contingent Mm -hmm. of your rebel group and you go into um lord Gennabelt Valkyries yeah. area, which is all like snowy mountains. Yeah. The names, the, the proper names of this game are very difficult. And like his um army is led by Sefer's son, Law. Mm-hmm. Which I liked Law too, especially Law and um you just said her name and now I'm totally spacing on it. Rinwell? Rinwell's like little dynamic relationship thing that's going on like it's weird yeah do you want to take breaks through the plot and talk about stuff or do you just want to go through the plot and then we'll talk at the end ah let's whatever works best okay so at this point right so so yeah like they like they start off as kind of like a brother sister relationship yes but like there's a point in the game where like it kind of looks like it's gonna turn yes and that made me really uncomfortable super uncomfortable right uh yeah i was like and i loved it oh. <laughs> like it was it was just it like it kind of it was like two best friends right they were they were neighbors they were born next to each other they've been best friends all their life they hit puberty and went uh-huh ah, you have boobs yeah <laughs> like yeah. and now things are awkward yeah but- and it just it that's what it kind of reminded me of right like that that weird like wait a minute she's like my best friend I've known her all my life. We're best friends. 
but she's fucking hot. Well, like, and it like it they, stayed in that area. <laughs> like, they had a conversation where they're like, once you have all six party members, um, they have a conversation where it's like, oh, Alfin is like the big brother, and yep. you know, this one is the mom, and you know, and Alfin's like the dad, Shannon's like the mom. No, 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 no. um, shield chick. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, and then she's like, "Law, you're like the annoying little brother." And then yeah, later on when he's like, oh, "I kind of want to get my leg around that," and I'm like, "She is 14 years old. You stay away from my holier than thou Princess Ridenwell." I, God, I. So just, again, yeah. this is a culture thing yeah. because like most anime and JRPGs, these girls are like anywhere from like 12 to 16 years old normally, right? right? Like it's. But I and 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 now that you brought brought it up, I do want to say I am 99% proud of this game for really keeping it reined in with like the weird pervy stuff yeah there's not a ton of it there's a couple oh god tales of symphonia that one summoner chick her tits were like fucking massive yeah and it was like none of that in this game no i mean i really appreciated that yeah like there's not a lot of creepy pervy shots there's like you can get like you can download swimsuits for them to wear and we'll get into how the equipment stuff works even then that's not like that is the part that bothers me okay and it's only for the chick with the shield that we'll talk about later with the shield okay like and it's only her because she's the one like like even Shion, like like she's curvy that's yeah. like her character model but like yeah. it's never like every now and then they'll place the camera in like a really like you yeah. have to have her boobs kind of centered in the camera but we're looking at her hands and they just happen to be right under her boobs yeah like stuff like that but for the most part i'm very proud of them please continue <laughs> it's all right well and that does lead to a part like as you're playing through this, there are opportunities where you see an icon flash up and you hit like the LB left bumper. Yeah. And it triggers a conversation. So like certain events and everything like that. And it triggers a conversation and it, it it's character development. It's all character. You don't have to do those. No. But it builds on the characters. It builds on their relationships at like you you camp during camping you can talk to them Mm -hmm. and it builds on your relationship and while you're camping you can actually watch those same i think they're called skits or something like that you can watch those so even if you don't if you miss one yeah if you miss one or you're not paying attention or whatever yeah you can go in and like actually go through and watch them all again which again this is one of those minor changes right in Mm -hmm. tales of symphonia they had these But in Tales of Symphonia, there was a secret character. Mm. And the only way to get him, because he's not really a secret, you actually have him in your party for quite a while. Um, uh, God, I forgot the main character's name. Lloyd. Lloyd's dad, right? You find out he's his dad later on. Mm -hmm. But Lloyd's dad. When you lose the one chick in your party, you have the opportunity for Lloyd's dad to kind of take her place. He has all of the same abilities as her and everything like that. But the only way to get him is to hit every single one of those interactions Mm. with him in it. And like, there's a couple of cut scenes. Like when you go into towns and you stay in taverns, you have to get those. So like hitting those bumper, those cutscenes used to be very, very important mm. in the earlier games because they could affect 
the storyline mm-hmm. and the like the character development and the way that what characters you had and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I very much got into the habit of like, oh, that symbol, boop. Like whether I read through it or not, but I will say, I love the fact that it is a hundred percent voice acted. Mm-hmm. You don't have to read; just sit and listen. Yeah, I mean, I read just because I, you know, I read faster than I can listen. Yeah, and and my hearing is not as great as it could be. <laughs> well, mine too. Old age. Whoop. Yeah. But no, it, it, I'm one of those like I can read this faster than you're saying it. Mm-hmm. So let's let's try and get through it a little bit faster. So yeah. I read it mostly, but yeah, every single one. So you. It, it added to it and depending on what characters were in and everything like that depended on what type of conversations you would have Interesting. right so like that doesn't matter in this game though. Mm. it doesn't yeah because again when you go to the campfire if you missed one you can just re-watch it yeah you can you can re-listen to it or whatever same thing with the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. like if you accidentally skip through a cutscene, you can just go back and re-watch the cutscene. yeah um but yeah, so like you go into this Lord's area, Law captures Zephyr. Law basically realizes when the Lord of the land is like, I'm going to execute Zephyr publicly. Law's like, oh shit, I have to save my dad. Like, he's still my dad. Mm-hmm. I may not agree with some of the things that he did, but he's still my dad. And so Law then joins your party. So now you have a party of four, mm-hmm. right? You have. Alphon, Shinnan, um, Rinwell, and Law. Mm-hmm. And they go, and Genabelt himself kills Zephyr. Like, you watch him die. And yeah. it was kind of one of those, like, oh, shit. Like, you made me build this relationship with this guy, and you killed... Brava. <laughs> Brava. Like, holy fuck. I loved it. Like, I sa- that sounds terrible, but it was one of those, like... Yes. There were a couple of predictions I had. One, I I had a prediction that uh, one of my predictions was that Alfin was actually a Renan. And one of my predictions was that Zephyr was going to die. So I was not surprised when he goes because I did have the feeling right off the bat because in all honesty, like that beginning movie, like in this thing, there's always this beginning movie. Mm. Zephyr's not in it. Yeah. he's So the, he's not a main character. No. <laughs> he is the Obi-Wan. <laughs> and Obi-Wan dies in Star Wars. <laughs> spoiler <Obi-Wan> dies. <laughs> spoiler alert for a freaking 50-year-old movie. <laughs> womp womp. Oh, God. Damn. Almost. Almost. I know. Like, I had to do it, and I was, oh, my God. Like, yeah, that's. Yeah. Whoa. But um, so, yeah, so you forego and then you fight Gennabelt, which you do find out like Gennabelt is also the leader of the rebellions. That I thought was cool. That, that was, was cool. That was a fun twist. Yeah. Because yeah. you meet the leader of the rebellions and he's just like, oh, we have to do all this stuff and mm-hmm. everything. And the way that he's doing like gathering the essence, not only through slavery, but he likes he got bored. So he started the rebellion to keep himself interested. Well. And basically control what they did. Mm-hmm. It's and, ingenious. Yeah. And one of the things I like about this is that every every land is just totally different than the last. Uh-huh. You know, in the first one, it's all rock, it's all fire, it's all lava, and everybody's just a slave. In this one, it's all snow, and they're oppressed because they're encouraged to rat each other out. Yes. So you can't trust anyone. And it leads into the fact that the leader of the rebellion is somebody you cannot trust. Yeah. You know, like 
when that comes out, I'm like, oh my God, it is so painfully obvious throughout your time in this when you're like talking to the, the, you know, civilians mm. and shit like that. And Renwell tells you, and law even tells you like, we, you don't trust anybody. You're, you're designed not to Yeah. for it to be like, well, fuck. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, um, like you defeat him and you find out he actually holds a master cord. And so it's like, oh shit. And that's where like Shinnan starts telling you, I need all of them. I need every master core. She doesn't tell you why, but she tells you that's her goal, right? So like after that, you then set out for LD Meneket Menacea. I think I, it's Menencia. Menencia. Yeah, which is where you meet Dolheim and um, Kasara. Kasara. Dalahim, he like pushes for equalization. Mm -hmm. The Renan and Denon alike are just people and they need to work side by side. And so like they're all equal in his realm. Mm -hmm. And you basically come into it and you find out like there is a rebel faction, but the rebel faction is trying to uncover because they feel like Dalheim had like some secret plot. Mm-hmm. Because the people were, the best way I can put it, like turning into Mercury. Pretty much. Like, that's it's, what it looked like. Yeah. And so, like, Dolahim finds out, like, oh, shit, like, this is why I have rebels? Because he doesn't want to, like, fight against them or anything. No, he's got a very compelling story for the the reason why he set up his land the way that he did. Yeah, I, I liked his. I love it. But he, like... So he decides to join you. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, his first lieutenant name. Oh, I don't remember that guy's name. No, no. Her name. Oh, Kisara. Kisara. <laughs> like. Sorry. I thought you meant his major domo or whatever that. No. Um, go to seek out like the rebel leader, which you find is Kisara's older brother, Miguel. Mm -hmm. And like while they're talking, Miguel's like, well, let me show you what's happening. And he bursts into Mercury, and yeah. you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, and so from that point, Dalheem and Kisar are like, what the fuck's going on? And you discover this weird little fruit, and people are eating it, and it's the fruit that's doing it. So they're like, well, we need to go to where the fruit is. Mm -hmm. Which right? is in the next land over. Which is in the next land over. But while you're doing that, that's when you find out, like, Shinnin wants to gather everything to create something called the Renis Alma, which is a combination of all the Master Cores. She wants that to basically get rid of her thorns. Because mm -hmm. really, right now, the only person who can touch her is Alfin. Yep. And so, like, when Alfin first, like, touches her and doesn't respond the way that everybody else does, it, like blows her fucking mind mm -hmm. because she's had this thing basically since birth she's never been able to feel somebody's touch because they basically die yeah like and so like i from that up that point on i was like i feel for her like that would suck yeah having to live your entire life without the ability of somebody touching you yeah it was at this point that their dynamic was starting to kind of grate on me a little bit just because 
there is a lot of teenage angst between them where he's like, why did you heal me? And she'll say, because I need your help, dummy. And like, then they'll have a sweet tender moment where he's like, well, you know, like uh, we'll, we'll figure this out together. Don't worry. And then she'll have like a soft moment. And then five minutes later, then they're back at each other's throats. And I, there was just a little too much of that for me. Sorry, it is in the next land. It's it's not while they're traveling there. They're already in it. And they discover the rebel group there, which is called the Darkwings, have mm. already overthrown their lord. But their lord basically went, ha ha, fuck you, I'm leaving. She's the one who flew, fled on the boat. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't remember. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, but we got, but we got to talk about her cut scene. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, hers yeah. is... That's dark. Yeah. Well, because you're you're like searching for her. She's in hiding mm-hmm. and like you kind of like capture her. Right. And everybody's like, that was too easy. Like that was way too easy. And so like <laughs> in the center of their city is like like a pyre yeah they're like gonna light her on fire yeah well they it's like this round pillar but it's hollow in the middle yeah because they gather wind wind they gather wind so they have a bunch of like these big windmills in between canyons and stuff like that and this is like the the core of one of them and they go inside of it and they have this huge pyre and she kind of laughs maniacally at him it was like you fuckers you think you've won you haven't won. You have no idea what winning is. And literally the entire town basically at that moment turns to mercury. Yeah. I call it mercury, but it's like the the liquid essence of this energy. Yeah, it, it's it's basically what's left of Danons after all of their astral energy is removed from them. Yeah. Is but it looks like mercury. But it looks like mercury. Mercury. Yeah. And you're just like, holy fuck. Yeah. And she then basically is like, all right, deuces. Yeah, peace. And she, like, jumps on a ship and flees. Yeah. Right? And, um, but that's also the moment when you find out a little bit about Rinwell. Her parents were murdered because Rinwell is a Danon who can perform astral arts. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're rare. They are very rare. And they're actually hunted down. So she has to keep her arts a secret. For quite a while. For a long time in her life. Yeah. And it's not until like this whole thing that she starts kind of opening up about it. And her parents were murdered because it's kind of been a family bloodline thing. Yep. But she recognizes uh, Almidre? Drea? Uh, Almidrea? uh, Almidrea. Yeah, whatever, man. Fuck. I told you names. The, pro- the pronouns in this game in this game are hard. Yeah, so hard. Um, literally, literally, Rinwell is like Rinwell and Kassara are the easiest. Law. Laws. Oh yeah. I, law. Yeah. He got on my nerves. Yeah, but it's literally law. Yeah. So you can't that. get easier than that, buddy. That's true. Um, but she she recognizes her as the Lord who killed her parents. Mm. So she immediately is all about like vengeance. Yeah, blood feud, gonna yeah, kill you. Kind of goes a little nuts. And Law actually talks her down. Mm-hmm. Law because Law's been there. Law literally exacted his vengeance on the Lord who killed his father. Yeah. So Law's like, I'm telling you right now, it doesn't. It doesn't do it. It doesn't heal what's broken inside of you. They find a boat hop on the boat, go to her battleship, 
defeat her in combat, uh, which is where a different guy pops up, and that dude's a fucking badass. Guys, he yeah. is insane. Uh, Ganath Haros, which yeah. you don't know his name at the time. No, he's just the the assassin. Because you come across him once, you're like walking in between lands. There's a big open area. He like shows up real quick. You guys have a quick little scuff, and then he pisses off. Yeah. Well, because well, it's it's you you're fighting her, you're defeating her, um, and like that's when he shows up and then just kills her for you. Right. 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 You meet him prior than that. Do you? Yeah, you're walking when you're oh, leaving. Yeah, and he's just there, and he just yeah. kind of looks at you, smiles, and then disappears. Yeah, like he jumps down. You guys have a quick little row, and then he fucks off. Yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing major. But then nothing he, yeah. major. But you, but even then, Alfin's like that dude knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, like that was a tough fight. If he didn't fuck off, we would have been dead. Yeah. Like, I, literally, I believe those words are basically said. Like, if, if he doesn't, if he didn't leave of his own free will, he would have killed us all. And, but so he makes his appearance again, and he kills her. And during that fight, because he then attacks Alfin again, mm. and Shin, God. Shion. Shion. Um, during that fight, the rest of Alfin's mask breaks. Yeah. Which returns the rest of his memories. Which you basically see like Shinon Shion is the reincarnation of a person from like three hundred years ago. Yeah. Get your waiters on. Get your waities on, people. We are getting deep. Yeah. Um, Alfin is that person from three hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. They were designed to be like opposing halves to control the Renis Alma, mm -hmm. which I will tell you this whole like yin yang theme goes throughout this entire game. Oh yeah. She can't, she gives nothing but pain. He can't feel pain, light, dark, red, blue, mm -hmm. you know, like it is throughout the entire game. And so during that, her ancestor basically kind of like loses control of the Renis Alma a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it causes Alfin to go into like immense pain. Well, and in order to save him, she throws the helmet on him. No, he like slaughters everybody in town. Oh, that's right. He goes nuts. Yeah. Like he, he loses control of the power and a bunch of people die. And so she, yeah, puts this mask on him and is like, this is so you won't remember what you did. I, not only just that, it's also like to like, there was a pain element. The mask it was like administering like well, yeah, morphine, like, well, yeah, basically. Well, yeah, because he got yeah, because he was getting hurt. It was to help keep him alive. It was, and so like she, but this is when you find out that your first theory was wrong. Yeah, because he is Denon. Yep, and she was like, "I'm sending you back home," and so she basically like shoves him in a ship and launches him back home, and he was basically in like cryostasis. Like, I guess that's the best way to put it mm -hmm. for 300 years. And then something happened. He woke up. He wandered to Calaglia and mm -hmm. just kind of was like, I live here. Right, this is my place. Yep, I'll be a slave. And so like, but with that also returns his sense of pain. Yeah. Which Ugh. 
causes some problems because of course he goes to save Xion and he gets hurt by it and then Xion gets hurt by that fact. Yeah, oh the the way that the pain of her realizing that Alfin can no longer touch her like she literally just she lets herself get abducted. Yes. Like that is how distraught she is. She basically God, was that like was heartbreaking. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Um, no, cause it wasn't, it was after a couple of things. Cause not only was there that, but at that point in time, they basically had the four master cores because at that time they only believed there was four master cores because they had fire, they had wind, they had earth wind, and then, oh no, I guess no. they didn't because they, they have to. I get, yeah, never mind. Sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Dude, it's it's hard, man. No, no, like I, there's <laughs> there's a lot to this there game. There is a lot to this game. Um but yeah, so his body preserved in cold, he awakened basically a year prior to all of this not knowing shit. And then so they then storm uh Volren's castle. Mhm. Yeah. And basically fighting him and securing his master core. Right. They then try to unite all the master cores. Right. And right as they're combining all the master cores is when that mysterious girl in the red outfit appears mm-hmm. and provides a sixth master core in her possession. She starts like absorbing the astral energy of the other master cores Mm -hmm. and you find out like when they're harvesting this astral energy they're putting it into the master core in their possession so it's making those master cores stronger so Mm -hmm. the fact that they possessed four of them they they were pretty pretty strong you know but this thing starts absorbing the energy of all four of them to form the renis alma and then flees with it and Volran's body mm-hmm. during the following months, like because then, it, like at that point, you remember when we were playing it, I was like, I hit the halfway point. Mm. You know the halfway point because the halfway point, they basically do what like animes do, and they change the <laughs> ch- change the beginning scene. Yeah, and they play like this new beginning scene, and you're like, all right, that was the first half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how the second half goes. And then the, that the second half was hard for me. The second half was sad. It was really sad. Uh, second half made me, All right, I'm going for it. made me angry. Did it? Oh, I, I will let you know when I okay. wanted to throw my controller across the room. Um. So, yeah, during the following months, Alphon and the others helped the citizens, mm-hmm. like, basically rebuild the city um, until, like, this weird well, spaceship appears type deal. I was going to say, but before we even begin that, yeah, the reason that they're helping them out is because these people literally had no life. They just got into boats and were sacrificed. Like they had no mind. Yeah. They had not like, like, like when you're going around helping people, they're like, I'm hungry. And you're like, we'll go get food. And they're like, I don't know where to do that. Like yeah. that is how controlled they were. Yeah. You know? And I mean, it just shows you the, like the, the progression of how horrible these people were being treated. Oh, yeah. No, they were 
they were basically mind controlled to do everything and anything. You want to stay alive? This is your basic programming. So when that kind of went away, they were like, I don't even know how to walk. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I, what do I, when do I hate? Like it was, yeah. So that's what you're right. That is why they were helping them. Mm -hmm. But they're also trying to figure out like what now? Yeah. Cause Shion's like, that was it. That was what I needed to get rid of this curse. That is what I needed. And at the same time, she's kind of become a really defensive about Alfin and everything. And like their whole relationship is just kind of like fractured. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, according to this, it's called a biomechanical structure. Uh, which was sent by the Renans. It's like a giant spear. Yeah. It's like shoved down, lands in, and then like, um, I think you're getting there. Yeah, to basically send uh, Denna's astral energy directly to Rena. Mm-hmm. And so in order to prevent basically their world from destroying, they have to go and infiltrate this structure and they temporarily shut it down. They're also searching for answers. Um, they locate Alphonse spaceship. Yeah. This is when it starts a 300 year old spaceship that still works after one night's repair. Yeah. Restore mm. it. <laughs> crumble, crumble, um, crumble. And then they travel to Lenegas, which Lenegas is like this space colony halfway between Dana and Rena. I don't know. Is it? I, I didn't get the. Uh, yes. I don't know if it was half. I thought it was closer to Rena than it was Dana, but, it, but that's irrelevant. Yeah. But yes, it is a, like it's, a space It's station. in between that's the two, a- where the Renans live, because you find out like Rena itself is dead. Mm. Like it's a dead planet. Um, and so like, they're trying to like restore it, bring it back to life type deal. That's, that's what your belief is at this point. Right. Um, I don't know. So, okay. So they get the ship and they want to go to Lenigus, right? Yes. This is when I, when we land on Lenigus, this is when I want to throw my controller. Right. Because think about this. We're just going to put a pause on the plot summary for now and have a discussion. Okay. Okay. Because at this point in the game, with the exception of Dolahim's area, everything we have seen is that Danans are subjugated and put down by the Renans. Right. Correct. Renans look down on Danans. Correct. I was jazzed for the idea that we were going to take our party of two Renans and four Danans yep. and we were going to go to Lenigus. And I was like, Oh man, this is going to be so awesome. Like we're going to be sneaking through the streets. We're going to get people who are just being like super racist against us. Like we're going to see, like we're going to be in a world full of Renans. Yeah. Renans who hate Danans. And how is it going to play out? And it doesn't like, there's literally two moments mm-hmm. where somebody's like, Ugh, what are Danans doing here? And Dolahim is like, I'm a, I'm a Renan Lord there with me. And I, and that was it. I was like, no, 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 no. Like I want more of that. Like I want to see what it's like for Danans to be on Leningus and have the Renans lose their fucking shit. But you have to understand like at this current point in time, Lenigus just went through this alteration to mm-hmm. drive that spear down into Denna 
and they're fucking wrecked. They're, they have no idea what they're doing. They're searching for their leader who's not appearing in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they were going to necessarily be like, oh, why are these Denons here? Why wouldn't they suspect that the Denons did it since now they're on Lenigus? Well, that's fair. Right? It's like our world got fucked up and now we have Danons here. We want to kill you guys. Like if they they subjugate them. I was expecting so much hatred and it like is just non-existent. But and- like I I do kind of feel like the Renans on Lenigus mm. don't necessarily know what's happening down on Denna. They absolutely do. No, they don't. They absolutely do because they know about the crown contest. They, they un- know about the crown contest, but they it is not discussed on Lenigus what happens during the crown contest. There's, it is just who wins. I, I can't believe that there is any way that the Renans on Lenigus don't know about what's going on because, because we get that little bit of insight from that one little conversation. I just wish they would have expanded on that. What conversation? I'm sorry, I'm having a... When when you first get there and you first come oh, across and somebody, you come across um, Dullahim's like friend, yeah, childhood friend, yeah. And then there's one other person on the street. There's there's two separate conversations. One is with Dullahim's old childhood friend, and then the other one is just a random guy on the street. And both of them are like, "Why are there Danons here?" Like, I just wish that they would have taken that to the next level and really showed the hatred that that Renans have for Danons. I wish there was more. I do. I do wish there was more because it is. It's just kind of a, they're with me. And like, you go and talk to people and they're like, well, I don't want to say shit in front of you in front of Denon's. But there's no real, like, there's disgust, but there's no real, like. There's like no animosity. Yeah. And and I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you. Here is what my thought process was, right? Mm-hmm. Spike lands. They shut it down. They're like, let's get Alfin's old spaceship. End of game. You make the, the rest of this game a whole nother game and you expand on it. That is what I really wish they would have done. I would have loved to understand the intricacies of Ren and life on Lenigus and to see that disdain for Danon's being on Lenigus. Like I would, I wanted so much more of that. Like I wanted that to be something that we talked about, you know, like have like talk about how a group of people can hate another group of people because they don't know anything about it, right? Like they yeah. just understand, oh yeah, well, we're just subjugating these people because this is what we do. This is what we like. This is done. the way it's always been, yeah. right? Like expand on that and then try to be like, no, we're just like you. And and then have that kind of the building block going on. Like I, I would and 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 I know that I, I I see where you're coming from. And yes, they could they could have in this game mm-hmm. built upon that more. Because your time on Lenigus, I don't like. I don't enjoy. Oh, no, me either. This It is a big part of the game where I'm just like, this is not fun no, for me. Yeah, the last 20% of this game, from the time that you land on Lenigus, I really did not enjoy most of it. And it didn't ruin the game for me. But I, I liked the discoveries that you find out. Eh. Because while you're on... No, it's not while you're... Yeah, it is while you're on Lenigus, right? You basically find Volran again. Mm-hmm. He's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out that the Heliquin, Helganquin, Helganquin, Helganquin. Yeah, I just called them Harlequins. There you go. Um, They're all walking around going, "Hi, Mister J." Yeah. 
Well, so like they're the ultimate like alien race. They're the ones who control all of this. Yeah. I mean, it's even more fucking crazy. Yeah. So you find out they're the only ones who are actually like true Renans. Mm-hmm. They actually took um Denna, injected some of their like DNA and essence into them to give them abilities and then called them Renans. Mm, no, they just took all the magic users, I thought. They took all the magic users and brought them to Lenigus. I thought and they altered them. I don't remember. I'll be perfectly honest. If if they did, then that was a line that I missed. But you could be right. Like, because, but you basically find out that Renans and Denons are the same. Are the same. Yeah. Which again is kind of like I I saw that coming. I I I, I saw that coming a little bit. It's funny because they bring it up. They're like, yeah, all Renans can use magic. No Danans can use magic. Any Danans that have magic are hunted down and killed, and then it all makes sense. Yeah, because they're taking all the magic. They took all the magic users from Dana. Yeah, called them Renans, and then hunted down any stragglers. Yeah, you know. and so, yeah, like, it, it, again, right, it makes sense. I should have saw it coming. I'll be perfectly honest. I didn't. Yeah, no, I'm, that one I was like, I, I I saw that coming. Yeah. But that's when you learn, like, there's basically this, this elite race, this girl in the red outfit, mm-hmm. right, that is, like, pulling all the strings behind this, right? Because they have the Renis Alma. They have Volran, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, like, they were basically using the magic users of the Denons to try and channel the spirit energy into the Renis Alma for Rena. Yeah. Like, I, I think at this point, that's all you really know. And Alfin was originally the Sovereign yes and, and then, then after he got after he escaped they made volron the new yeah because the sovereigns are the, the male component you have the the sovereign spirit which is male, maiden then the spirit maiden which is female and together they can control the renaissance yeah are your eyes crossed yet because i know that when i got to this point i was like the fuck is going on yeah <laughs> it, it it gets a little weird because you basically find out yes they took alfin they made him the um sovereign sovereign but the like the weird part is in this you're being told because of the contest if you won the contest you became the sovereign yeah so i thought this was funny then you find out like no that's not true there's only two sovereigns alfin and volran they're the only two that have been able that the the Helguenquin or whatever Harlequins, um, like were able to make sovereigns to help control the power of the Renaissance. Right. So in this instance, the reason why they took Volran is to try and get Volran to help them control the recently remade Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And it don't work. No. No, it, it don't work at all. Um, but that's when you learn, like, the human Renans were Denons, and they were just kidnapped, and then uh, 
that's when the Harlequins basically were like, hey, we're going to funnel Denna's energy back into Rena's great spirit. Yeah. Like, so this astral energy you basically discover is like Denna, Denna's soul. Yeah. Like the planet's soul. And Renan's soul is dying. Yeah. So one thing we didn't touch on, and I like that we didn't do it because it's nice. It's nice for the story. When you when you first fight Balsif, there's like a giant astral art <gasps> monster that oh, pops out. Yeah, I forgot about it. And as you progress through the game, you learn that when astral energy is condensed into a confined area, it can actually gain sentience basically and it manifest can be, into a it can manifest being. something yeah now on danon and you don't learn you don't learn this for a little while yeah but on danon there's a reason why that doesn't happen but on rena it's because all of its astral energy is concentrated in what's what what's left of the planet's core because it kind of looks like imagine you have an apple and you eat all the way around the apple and except so you, for the core except for the core so you have like a little stringy bit and then like two flared out bits that's kind of what this looks like yeah the, and, the moon or whatever planet looks like yeah and so all of all of rena's astral energy is manifesting at its center and that's why it's drawing energy from Danon because it's trying to reconstitute itself. Yeah, because the 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 spirit basically killed its own planet. It drained all of the energy from Rena and killed almost all life on the planet except for these Helguenkin. I can't even say the fucking word. Fuck it, Harlequin. <laughs> um, and yeah, and like there's there's like little side things that you can do that we'll of course get into, but. Because of this, the party basically decides to launch an attack on Rena, mm -hmm. right? Um, Dalahim kind of goes to the the Rena people. Throw that up in air quotes, yeah. right? Because you just found out that they're not really they're not Rena, yeah. And tells them, "Look, I'm your new lord. Like this is what we're gonna do." And he kind of takes like the leadership role there, which again was not something that I was like, I enjoyed. It was it was like a part of the story that I was just like, I. OK, I get it. You feel obligated to these people. You 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 like and he's a good person to do it because he believes in equality mm -hmm. and that's what he wants to start affecting change so it is not two people it is one people yeah so you learn and we may as well just talk about dolahim's backstory yeah you learn that when he was younger he and three of his friends all used to play music together and they were kind of from different walks of life and had other different interests but they their love of music they just all came together and were like the four of us are just going to play music because that's what we love to do and we can make beautiful music when dolahim was up to becoming lord on dana he had to have a fight with one of his friends. <laughs> he got to a point where he was winning and his friend was starting to use dirty tactics and was coming after him. So Dolahim protected himself, unfortunately killed his friend. Yeah. And one of the others was a, a woman who was in love with that friend. And she basically resented Dolahim. And he took that so hard. He resented himself. That he resented himself. And wanted to make sure that nobody ever suffered again, which is why he designed his land to operate the way that it does. Yeah. And I think his land operates amazing. Uh, it's, it's, like, it, it works very, very well. 
in, especially in comparison Compared to the the others, all the right? others. Okay. Um, but yeah, so and that, so that would make that makes sense on why he would step up. But you're right because like he steps up and you're like, okay, good for you. I don't know. Me personally, I didn't really connect with Dolahim. Like he was around. I never used him. He was just kind of okay. Like so, yeah. I just was kind of meh on that moment too. Yeah, and like. <sighs> I feel like I missed it, but like there's a point where in this where like uh Shion gets captured mm-hmm. and like she's just depressed as fuck. Yeah. And so you have to go like save her. Mm-hmm. And as you're going to save her, her thorns are actually manifesting physically. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, attacking you and everything like that. And so, like, you get to her, you fight for her, and you basically, like, tell her, no, we're we're together from, like, forever. We're together, right? Forever, forever? Forever, forever. (laughs) Um, Because that's it. Like, Alphon and and Shion are, Alphon and Shion are like the love interest. They're the love story yeah. behind it. And they are building this love story. And this is like, this is what drove me nuts. They never just fucking say it. I know. They dance around it. They hint at it. They get right there. And then they go a different direction. Yeah. Like it's that teenager angst. Yeah, it is. It's obnoxious. Holy fuck. Yeah. But like everything that they do is they're they're basically in a couple and he's like, I'm not leaving you and fights for her. And she kind of breaks out of it. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's where he can like hold her again. And even though the thorns are still hurting him, it doesn't bug him. Right. He's going to power through. Yeah. Power of boners. But this is where you kind of learn that the reason why this is happening, because this astral energy of Rena and Dana are the planet's souls. And they were using the Renis Alma to siphon power to Rena, right? To mm-hmm. help try and like feed Rena and con- control Rena, basically. And like Rena got defensive. So when in the original ceremony, when things went tits up, Right. Part of Rena's great spirit went into Shion's ancestor mm-hmm. and it's resided in there. And so there's always been like these generations of this person that can't be touched. Well, now, has it been everybody? I, I don't think it's been everybody. I was going to say, I, I thought that I remember a line of dialogue that's like. It like it, it, there was a barrier and it was slowly breaking down for those 300 years until Shion was born, and that was why it came out. Oh, it broke through. Yeah, that may be right because I, I did, and I may have missed that because there was a point where I'm like, how did she have sex? Right, exactly. Like, you can't touch her, so like, you just like artificially inseminate that shit because mm. how, how else would you do it? Yeah, you know. But it was explained that this is part of Rena's great spirit and it's defending itself. Mm. It's trying to survive. Yeah. So it's basically going to defend itself. So when they make the decision of like the only way to do this is to kill Rena, it was basically like, well, 
Rena's going to defend itself. <laughs> so how the fuck do we do this, right? <laughs> and it was, uh, well, we need to get the Rena's Alma. With a Rena's Alma, we'll be able to trap Rena's great spirit and kill it, mm-hmm. right? And um, so, like, you go and do that. You get the Rena's Alma. You go to the great spirit. You fight through a billion different fucking mazes because that was that annoyed the shit out of me. Um, and then like you get to the great spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you confront and defeat the great spirit, destroying the core and retrieving Renasalma. So you have it. You're trying to use it. The great spirit swallows it, and you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> so then you defeat the great spirit, get it back. And when they go to like actually perform the 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 ceremony, that stupid motherfucker appears again, right? Uh, Volran, mm-hmm. he appears again, steals it, right, and basically challenges Alfin to a duel. Well, in the meantime, Shion's like, "Well, fuck, we have to capture this thing because if we don't, we're not going to get this ability to do so again. Like we're not going to beat this spirit down Mm -hmm. into something in which we can capture it. So she starts trying to seal it away inside of her body. Right. Right. And like that fight was pretty cool. But again, it gets to a point where like you're using the flaming sword. Right. And it doesn't matter. No damage happens. You're just whacking on each other. Mm -hmm. Like, and like, great for storytelling purposes but as far as actual gameplay goes i'm kind of like meh yeah so you defeat volran right who refuses to basically concede because alfin's like i don't want to kill you so he just like well fuck you you have to be strong and kills himself Mm. and you're like ah yeah that's yeah but he basically like self-destructs Cause he like channels like astral energy inside of himself, blowing himself up and the Renis Alma. So then you're just like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's when Shion, of course asks Alfin to kill her for like the hundredth time during this game. Mm-hmm. And Alfin's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And Rinwell's like, well, why don't we ask Denna to like, help us yeah because she's been running with this theory of like the only reason why we can't speak with denna and hear denna is because denna is so spread out it's in everything it's in every denon it's in every blade of grass it's in every flower so why don't we just like reach out to it and say please help us save you Mm -hmm. basically yeah, well, hold hands and sing Kumbaya. And that's basically what they do. They, you know, basically call on the great spirit of Denna to help, and together they stop the destruction of both planets by fusing them into one single world while saving Xion, um, and getting rid of her thorns, right? Mm-hmm. And then as sometime after that, Alphon and Xion get married, um, and all of their friends are like there in the world, like their new lives are where the like the Renans and Denons and all that live, and they're one people, mm-hmm. and like end of game. 
Yeah, the Helganquins were talking about how like they've like their lifespan is over, like they're all about to die anyway. So yeah. like that wraps up that nicely. Um, and yeah, and I then, forgot about them because realistically, like they're yeah, you see them and then they just become a yeah. pain in the ass to fight. Yeah, they're like in ten percent of this game. So yeah. yeah like i said i was along with this story all the way up until the point where we got to leningus and then i kind of was like eh. and then the farther we kept going until the to the actual end of the game i was like this is just so complicated and convoluted it's because they pump you so full of like mass amounts of information mm -hmm. because like i did look at my wife and go that point was not the halfway point of the game mm -hmm. that point was the three quarters point yeah of this game granted after that point, it opens up a lot of subquests. Mm -hmm. So, like you pointed out, that big fire monster that you fight, right? Once you stop the spear, it basically opens up where you can go and fight these like great spirit monsters all across the world. The only one that I really had with was like the giant bird one. Mm -hmm. Fuck that bird one. Holy shit. The rest of them I was able to defeat pretty easily because. Glutton for punishment. I was playing this on the hardest difficulty. Shocking. Yeah. But you want an easy out on that? Just spend the six bucks to get the 50 levels and then the game starts off super easy. Yeah. What the hell? Like, holy crap. I did not do that. No. It was just uh, like I was I was thinking about it like when I was getting close to the end of like, you know what? If I did that, I bet you like 90 percent of these fights would have been cake. Oh, yeah, they would have. I, so so okay so let's start talking about the mechanics right yep. so first and foremost you obviously you start off playing as alfin because he's the first playable character once you pick up Xion, and i really like this not only can you decide which one of them you want to play but you can also decide which one you want to see running around the world yep i really like and they that. can be different and they can be different yeah yeah like a lot of times i so once i got rinwell i only played rinwell because, really? Oh, God. She was my favorite. Oh, I had a hard time fighting as Rinwell. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I was fucking badass. Like, I literally, like, I had a good chain of command. Maybe I'll have you come over and fight some of those Coliseum fights for me okay. <laughs> so that I can, like, because I, I did. You know, like, you have the Coliseum mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, fight with this one character right. and do it in, like, this timeline and da 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 da. She was the one that I had the hardest time with. Yeah. Her, oh, no. her followed by Shield Maiden. Yeah, Kisara. Yeah, Kisara was pretty hard. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you can play any one of them. And and what what is nice is that all the characters are different, right? Mm -hmm. Alfin's got a sword. Shion's got a gun. Rinwell's magic. Law is a boxer. Uh, Dolahim is a staff user, and Kisara has a shield and a mace. So there's a, a different character for a different play style. Giant. This is not a tiny shield. No, 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 no. This is a massive like tower shield. Yeah, it's technically I think it would be considered a kite shield just because of its design, but it is the size of a tower shield. I do. Yeah. And then yeah. and then of course you know like that is the standard shield different, that she has. Different weapons. Yeah. Different, you can yeah, yeah you can do different you know the every weapon has a different look to it. Yeah. You know I love it like Rinwells are all books uh -huh. you know I love that laws he's got law has claws um different kind shields. of like um like brass knuckles and brass knuckles vega. And, and like bracers yeah and vega stuff. claws yeah stuff like that um you you don't when you put on different armor it doesn't change their outfit but you can change yes and no because it's only with Alfin and Xion. Oh yeah. There are three or four 
armor pieces that when you get them, they're story driven. They do act as armor, but they are also outfit changes. Right. That's right. That's right. That's the only one. That's why I say yes and no, because yeah. that is the only time that the armor changes the outfit. Right. Other other than that, you just put on different cosmetics for the armor. Um, and yeah. you, and there's Which a, they become unlocked as cosmetic armor. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the side things you can do is you can find other owls like Rinwell's Hoodle. And that once you collect so many, you unlock other cosmetic stuff like all of the owls unlock them. Just little little cosmetic things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I meant like once you collect enough, you usually get like a a big thing. Oh yeah. But you're right. Yeah. You're right. I forgot. Every owl's like wearing like glasses or ears and or I, a tail and or. I, and I like that when you see those owls, like they like you know you find an owl with dog ears. He's got dog ears on, and you spot him and he flies off, and now you can put dog ears on. Yeah, and like, that was cool. I had a little fun with that at first, you know, having. Then it got on. annoying. Yeah. After a while, I was like, okay, I'm I'm done with this. Um, oh no, I changed up their outfits all the time. Yeah. Because like, why the fuck not? I got them. Yeah. Um, like I had outfits that I preferred, but, and you know, the combat is really easy. It's all face buttons and triggers that you can swap menus and stuff. You get a, um, an ever growing list. It's kind of like, you know, the more you use something, the more you unlock stronger variations and you know, you, there's a skill tree involved. Um, when you level up, you get points. And it's yeah, like you could do. You get SP points, yeah, which are, are um like you you get them for various different things. You get them for completing quests. You get them for defeating monsters. You get more of them for completing quests than you do mm-hmm. defeating monsters. But you can grind them, mm-hmm. which is nice. And then like I didn't really care for the way they did the skill trees because it's like it's a bunch of rings mm-hmm. and there's like four skills in each ring. You unlock those four skills and then it like you you unlock each of the skills in one ring and then it unlocks the rings like greater skill. Right. Like plus 30 to penetration. Yeah. yeah. And stuff like that. And there's like 15 or 16 of these rings for each character. Yeah. And you unlock them by doing different stuff. You got to complete a Coliseum by yourself. You got to catch fish. You got to do stuff like that. Fucking fish. Yeah. And you, you got to cook X amount of meals. You have to eat a specific meal or something. And, and like, it's all laid out. Or f- dis- like discover this meal yeah. or have this person cook that meal. When you hover over the ring, like once you have like the opportunity to unlock that skill, it will tell you like, this is the unlock requirement, yeah. which was nice. I like, I appreciate that because then I could look at him and be like, okay, I need to do this. Right. So I can unlock this skill ring. Yeah. And I was able to do it for all the characters. It was just kind of one of those, like some of them were bigger pain in the ass than others like find 50 owls yeah what (laughs) i thought i found them all yeah because i have a shit ton of owls yep okay (laughs) so you're re-going through every single fucking area no i'm not because i'm not 100 percent completionist you do that to yourself man i do i do (laughs) it's the same okay so you said it fishing yeah Okay. Oh, I'm gonna I, go. T- I'm gonna go use the bathroom. I'll just yeah. let you rant on him. So, <laughs> like, I, I get it. Almost like all JRPGs have some sort of fishing element in it, right? Like, understandable. They're they're fishermen. Like that's like the the ancestry right there, right? Like small fishing villages. Final Fantasy VII didn't. Uh. I don't think you ever fish in that game. I don't. I don't think you do. No. Anyway, continue. But Final Fantasy 15 does. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like uh, Kisara, 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 like she, like, oh my God, there were fish in that pond. Let's go fishing. Yeah. And so then it becomes this weird thing of like going to each pond to catch the fish that you can with the lures that you have. Most lures you earn by catching a certain number of fish. Some lures like you can earn through the Colosseum. And then there's like three lures that you can buy. Right. But you have to go and find all these lures to catch all of these fish so that you can catch basically the silver marlin. Which is the final fish. Like, that's the last one you can catch. It's the last big fish. And you catch that and you unlock the skill tree. Which is why I did this. Because I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Hours, bro. Hours fucking trying to figure out, like, how do I get this fucking lure? How do I catch these different type of fish? Like, it gives you this fisherman that will tell you, like, oh, go to these three locations. Because you still have fish there that you can catch. Yeah, I do. But I don't have the fucking lures to catch them. Dick. <laughs> like... You only give me a lure every five different type of fish that I fucking catch. And it's never for anything that's fucking useful, dick. <laughs> uh, eventually you get better poles, right? Mm -hmm. Which do help with, like, the bigger fish because there's this whole, like, tension life bar thing that you do. Weird fucking fishing mechanics. But, you know, it's fishing mechanics. Fishing, I was like, yeah. Fishing. It, 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 I say it's weird, but it's not. It's very common. I just hate it. You just hate it. So you're just, yeah. you're just, you're just um, dumping on I'm, more hate. I'm just <laughs> jaded as fuck against it. Um, because, like, my biggest gripe was I catch the silver marlin. Yeah. Right? I go. I turn it in. He's like, oh, awesome. Here, have this fishing pole. It will catch any fish in the land. <laughs> Why do I need that? I've already caught all the fucking fish. Yeah. <laughs> because you enjoy fishing so much that you just want to keep But I it. don't. Well, that's not for you then. <laughs> and unfortunately, like, you need fishing for some of the recipes. But in trying to catch other fish, I caught enough fish. Because, like... You have, let's say, sea bass, mm -hmm. right? Well, when you catch it, it just comes across as bass. That's what you added into your item. So sea bass, cave bass, ocean bass, butt bass, like whatever. It's all just bass. There's like four different types of bass that you need to catch, but it's all just bass. So I have 40 fucking bass in my inventory. I don't need to fish anymore. You, you did Fuck it your you, fish. You did it to yourself. Fuck your fish. You did it to I, you. Know, I didn't fish at all, and I almost never really did any cooking. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, I did a lot of cooking. Yeah. But again, I played on the hardest difficulty. I can imagine. Cooking you, was like a you need that make edge. or break yeah. type deal. Yeah, because cooking does stuff like you do extra damage, you take less damage, you know, you can you heal after fights, stuff like that. So I can see you higher SP edge. points, yeah. which did help with a lot of things because it gave me more skills, yeah. stuff like that. I did have my core group like you do have six characters, but only four of them can fight. Mm -hmm. So I had my core group, which was Alphon, Shinon um law and Rinwall. <laughs> nice like that was it that because i played alfin i liked alfin yeah I, I love sword fighter characters so i played alfin and i thought he was great um yeah i mean i had fun playing him for the time that i had to and i tried Shion for a little bit i couldn't really get into it and then yeah Rinwall came along and i was like this is like this is my thing let me stand in the back look over the entire battlefield and know where i need to send my spells yeah uh, and I can understand that. Mm -hmm. Like, it, there's value to it, right? Yeah. Like, I just, I'm more of a, let me get up there and just 
beat the shit out of you. Right. Right. Like law was okay too, because again, it's, it's very much the, let me get up in there and just, just fucking beat away oh, at you. Yeah. I was gonna say the only two ranged characters are Rinwell and Sheon. I mean, any of the yeah, other four. But like, um, Dalahim, mm-hmm. he's, he is a support character. It is not get up there and let, like wail on you. It is a, let me kind of do buffs yeah, he's a, to the yeah. other characters. And, uh, Kassar, Kassari or whatever her name is. Kassara. Kassara. She's defense, 100% defense. Like, it is, uh, I'm going to plant my shield here and let you beat on me in the shield while everybody else pummels you to death. Yeah. That is all her character is. So it's only really Alfin and Law that are the, hey, let me let me attack this brunt for, brute force thing, right? But, like, with that being said, you have the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So you go there and it's it it trains. You know, you don't get experience, so you don't level up from it. Yeah. But it unlocks certain things and gives you certain things and like I had fun doing it. Um it's a great way to make money, but I never really had a problem with money in this game. No, there's like a it's your typical RPG kind of thing where like you walk to a town, you get to a town, you spend all your money to to re-up all your supplies, and then you do everything in that town, and then you walk to your next objective, which is usually the next town over next or whatever. Next town over, yeah. And you w- kill everything on your way, and you get to that town and do that. There were a couple of times where I was like, nah, like if I, I wanted, you know, like I, I, I'm like a little bit short on getting that weapon or, you know, buying that armor piece or something. Or And even then, like, I because i'm a hoarder Mm -hmm. it it really is i'm just a hoarder in these games um like there was a lot of times where like i got to the town and i was like oh another weapon is available to be bought oh that is way shittier than the one that i have yeah so i didn't need to like buy it right then and there right you know because i already had something better so it's like okay i'm gonna spend my money on other things but even then eventually you get to a point because i i I did a lot of grinding because mm-hmm. I needed the levels to help me try and make some of these fights easier. Oh yeah, I bet. Um, cause like you have epic monsters. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that fucking mantis in- thing. Mantis bitch. So Fuck like <laughs> right in the beginning of the game, it is literally just Alphon and Shion. And you're like running around the world map and then you see this giant mantis and it's like glowing a little bit and you're like, okay, you know, that, that must be a tougher monster. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking like, it's going to be a tough fight, but I can do it. Yeah. Why would they put this unbeatable monster here at the beginning, right at the beginning of the, the beginning game. area? And Shion even says, when you approach it, that one's tough. We well, might want to come back, bitch. They wouldn't put it here if they didn't want me to fight it right now. Yeah, you bump into it. It's level 45. Yeah. And you're, and like, you're level five. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it just breathes on you and you die. <laughs> literally, I saw like there's one guy. It took him six and a half hours oh. to beat it. And he basically just ran around a circle in the perimeter of the, the battlefield. And this thing just kind of like followed along with him. And Shion stood in the middle and sniped him for one point. Jesus. Six and a half hours he did that. Fuck that. Yeah, so... So he beat it at level five. No. He's beatable. He'll, he is beatable. Of course he'd be beatable. He just... Nope. 
I came back later. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I let him. I let him kill me. Yeah, because I, I I like always before all of them I save right, and that was just a habit from mm. playing these games a bunch. I saved, went in, ran into him, went mm-hmm, no, okay. <laughs> That's cool. You're adorable. Yeah. So fuck you, game developers. (laughs) So when you're in the world walking around, you will see the enemies and you will see them in groups. And then if you get close enough to him, that's when combat triggers fun little swirl. And then you're in just like a big circle that you can't really leave arbitrary because video games got a video game. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, you can. But it's free flow combat. You can dodge attacks and all this shit, which I really enjoy. Again, one of the main reasons why I enjoy Tales games. Because this is how combat is. Now, let me tell you: Did you fight the dragon? I don't. Probably. I don't know. So, in like you're in like outside of this like little farming town, Mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah, that dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I fought it. And like it first teaches you of chaining mechanisms. You can chain them to get higher SP, more experience, and have a limited like a chance to have a rare encounter i'm like awesome <laughs> fuck yeah i chained i chained like shit man yeah because at that point i'm like i'm kind of like one two shotting the monsters in that area like mm. I, I i ground to be a pretty high level right mm. so i'm like one two shotting the monsters in this area right and uh so like yeah get the max chain bump into another monster Boom, dragon pops up. I was like, fuck yeah, kill the dragon. Every area after that, I've done it. There is no other like dragon or unique monster. Like, they tease it for this one fucking dragon. Hmm. Pissed me off because I'm like, that was that's an opportunity. Yeah. Like, and you even planted it. You gave me a taste. Yeah. Like, why would you not do that throughout the rest of the game? That really bugged me because I like I spent a, a long time like okay I've got the chain going let me bump in it did say it was a random chance so I kept the chain going and then I like look back and I'm like everything is dead and it hasn't respawned yet and I haven't gotten this rare monster hmm. let it all respawn do it again let it all respawn do it again and then I finally went tales of arise <laughs> secret monster encounters oh it's just the one dragon. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess I'm gonna um moving move on. on then. <laughs> like, but then you had the um the great spirit monsters. Mm. Like you have the the big fish monster or that blocking the one like pond or whatever. I don't know if you did any of those. They're like little side quests that yeah. you don't have to do. Yeah, there's like a flower one in a cave. Mm-hmm. And usually you'll get a quest to go do that. Somebody will be like, there's a horrible monster in the nearby cave or there's a fish or yeah. no, there's there's a, a bunch of big punchy guys that yeah. are punching our fish. Go beat them up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It is. It's very much get to a town, talk to everybody with an icon over their head, grab all the quests, run around, do all the quests, turn all the quests in, get all the experience and then move on to the next thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's very RPG. It's a lot of fun quest. I enjoy that. stuff. I really do. And like, but yeah, so then it unlocks this, but then you beat the game. You beat the game Mm. and it's like, well, you can continue playing in this world and play quests that you haven't finished and maybe actually play some of these quests that you didn't get beforehand. Yeah. We give you in-game content. I ended the game. 
what do you know what level you were when you ended the game? Not even close. I was 69. Nice. I know. That's, that's why I That's laughed. why you remember it? Yeah. I was at least in the 50s. Yeah. So 69. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back and do this. Mm. You know before you go to Rena, you kind of get sucked into this other little thing with one of the, like, the Harlequins that have been like disconnected from the rest of them. Yeah, and they're like, like trapped and Yeah, they're, they're like observatory things. Yeah. You go back there. One of the guys, like, there's a chain of quests that you can do because I made sure that I did all of the quests before I went and fight the fought the final boss fight. Because yeah. I'm like, this is gonna be tough. I want to be as like high level as I possibly can. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, <laughs> you go back there, and this one guy's like, "Well, you so you fought all these really strong monsters, but like." I have this experiment that I've been trying to do and like, do you want to fight that? Like it is the world's toughest monster. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge accepted bitch. And he's like, all right. So like you, he like just starts the battle and you're back in, um, Calaglia mm -hmm. and you're fighting Balsef and that fire monster. Oh. And both of them are level 99. Fuck that. Yep. Basically let him kill me and went, nope, I'm done. I'm done with this game. I'm done. <laughs> I don't need that. No. I don't need that achievement. like, to grind yeah. from 69 all the way to level 99 in this game would take for fucking ever yeah that'd be rough the highest monster that you come across that you can fight just on a regular basis is on uh rena right and they're level 55 mm. as at 69 i was getting one 184th of a level mm. at 69 mm. experience fighting these monsters so just for that level, I would have to fight them 184 times. <laughs> and it doubles every level after that. Nope, I'm done. Yeah, I'm I, don't, I don't blame you. Game over. <laughs> Great storyline, guys. I'm not fucking around with this in-game content. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought it was cool that you added in-game content, but you made the in-game content so ridiculously fucking high. Yeah. And my wife goes... Well, why don't you just buy the levels? No. And I was like, why? Yeah. It's like 15 bucks to buy these 50 levels. Yeah, I would I would be level 99. I would jump right up there. Yeah. I I get what you're saying. For a couple of in-game quests for 15 No. No, I'm good. Yeah. I just don't play it. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Like, I know I'm a completionist and it bugs me every once in a while, but like, no, you're like, you're like, this is not worth the effort. Like the effort for the reward is not worth it. No, yeah. the juice ain't worth the squeeze, yeah. bro. If it was, <laughs> if it was like level 70, you would do it. Yeah. You would totally grind one level. I would because then there's the chance of like, okay, these quests are like, you go to the right area, you pick up the right quests and they help you get to level 99. Mm -hmm. No, I looked at them. There's a couple of quests that are a little bit lower level, but still I would have to grind to like level 80. Yeah. 11 levels at the amount of, look, we're talking like hundreds of millions of mm -hmm. experience points that I need to yeah. get to the next level at this point. Do a lot of cooking. 
<laughs> holy fuck dude even the like plus 50 percent cook that's what i mean like even with that 184 combat Bit. to get to the next level nope like that's stupid that's ridiculous <laughs> and like and then eventually it's like well yeah but the combat's pretty easy because you just like whack them with your stick and they die and i'm like great there's still all the load times in between in and out of combat. There's there's all this crap that goes in. No. Yeah. I'm good. And like I didn't do it, but one of the other things that's pretty common with um Tales games is you can restart the game. But when you restart the game, you've been earning like secret points throughout the entire game. And it basically goes, "Hey, we see that you're starting a new game off of a completed file. Spin these secret points that we've been calculating throughout this entire file. And it's things like you can keep your character level. You can keep your equipment. You can, you know, like unlock certain things or mm. keep certain things. And they all cost different point values, right? And every time you restart the game, you have to buy them over again and over again. And you're just earning these points every time. And they, they, like if you take the same save file and you just kind of keep playing through it over and over and over and over again, you tend to earn more points than you're spending mm. on certain things. So like there's one where you can have like unlimited apple gels. Mm. Well, apple gels only heal me 50 hit points. When I have 10,000 <laughs> hit points, that's not doing it. Yeah, the 50 is not going to do nothing. No, it's it's a waste of time. So I'm not buying to unlock unlimited apple gels. Yeah, I take more more hit points than when I stub my toe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heal more hit points when I take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, n no, I'm good. So, like, you earn more points, but eventually, like, you can just, you just earn all these points. I don't know if this game does that. I don't. Mm. It doesn't have a Wonder Chef. It doesn't have Demon Arms um you do have like recipes we talked about cooking and mm -hmm. everything and there are ways to unlock newer recipes and like there's one guy that's like running around like looking for ingredients and food and you find them and you make the meal that he recommends but like it's like a sub quest and he gives you like four or five recipes and it's fucking pointless but it's not the same. No, I was going to say, that was my, that was why I was like, oh, this must be the chef guy. I did not take it as personally as you did. Because <laughs> it's not. It's it, like, it's the wonder chef was like, imagine going into one of the towns, right? And you're just walking around and you see like a pinwheel. Mm -hmm. Doesn't necessarily look out of place, but it's not quite in place either. And as you walk by it, it's like interact with this. And you interact with it and it just puffs into a cloud of smoke and here's a chef standing there and he's making a funny little jingle and he says some funny little words and goes, I'm going to teach you how to make this great recipe. Because that was the other thing. Like the Wonder Chef's recipes mm. were a little bit better than just the standard recipes that you could find out about the world. Okay. So there was like a bonus to like finding these things. Yeah. Not only that, but it was kind of fun. It was like a game of hide and seek. Yeah. You know, that's not what that was. 
That was no, just, it's a oh, here's this quest guy. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's do it. Yeah. You know, like, but, but it's, it, so there, there's like key elements from Tales games that weren't in this one. Right. But for, for somebody who isn't, it ha, isn't as deep into Tales games, yeah. like the message is still being conveyed. Like I still understand. I, I recognized this is a callback to that chef in the other game. That I know exists, but I understand like an avid fan like yourself would be upset that this isn't my wonder chef. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's just, it's just one of those, like, we're going back to our roots. Okay. <laughs> where? Right. That's where I was disappointed. Storyline was great. Storyline was way better in my mind than like Tales of Bizarria or, um, <sighs> I know this might garner some hatred tales of Vesperia. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this storyline was way better. Granted you, you have your qualms about the last 20 minutes. I felt like there was a lot of information there to digest. I digested it a little bit slower at that point because I was like bouncing around between things, grinding, Mm -hmm. doing this, doing that. Like I didn't just like rush through the last, you know, 10% of it, which if I did that, I could see like where this is like, Whoa, hold on a second. My mind just got fucked, but like in this, that that was the thing. So it's good, <laughs> but but it's not. It's not it, great. It doesn't remind me of the old Tales games. Yeah, like which was where I got like super excited. Would I play it again? Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Would I recommend it to people? Absolutely. Would I tell them this is like the old Tales games? No. <laughs> like not at all that was very misleading and i'm upset about it <laughs> i want a refund refund my mother but that's where i'm at man like that's that's all i got the, all that is what you got huh yep well because beside the storyline what else is there really to do you can fish you can do the sub you can fight monsters you can farm and I don't know about oh you. Oh my god! Did you farming? Did you ever have to? I, I remember when I was starting to do the farm stuff. I remember the guy saying sometimes monsters come up and attack your shit. I never like nope. experienced that being a problem. I think one time it was like one of your pigs was killed, and I was like, okay, I'm really only doing it because I like I know that I should be doing it. Like I had plenty of it, food. But that's the thing. There's no point in farming if you're not going to cook. Mm-hmm. And you only need to farm if you're going to cook certain things. But eventually, you end up getting so much resources in the the cooking department. Because I have a bad habit of, like, that flower sparkling pick. Yeah. So I had a lot of that shit. Oh, yeah. Trust me. Me, too. I did not leave, an, I did not leave a, a stone unturned or a, something I could pick up, unpicked it up. Yeah. <laughs> and some of it respawns. So when you go back into the area, there it is again. Oh, hello, apple tree. Blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. And uh, so, yeah, like I did a lot of that stuff. So, like, the farming, great mechanic because it adds the ability for you to get meat from various different type of animals as you upgrade the farm and the rabbit pigs yeah the rabbit pigs yeah rabbit pigs and uh like so like there's that but like after a while it's a waste of money why mm, do it yeah like oh. you, if you did the free stuff yeah i was like i never spent money <laughs> if you did the free stuff it's all right but even then it was just kind of like whatever i don't care I, I just, 
I stopped doing it after a while because I didn't need it. No. I didn't need the resources. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, started selling resources because I was like, I can't actually pick up anymore. And I hate the fact that I go to pick this flower and it says you're full. So let's sell some of these so I can continue picking flowers. It's terrible of me, but fully did it, bro. I am, fully did it. I am ashamed that it took me so long to realize that some of the, like the sage, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that like gives you permanent stat <laughs> permanent increases. Permanent stat increases. Yeah, I had quite a bit of those before I realized what they were for. I was like, oh, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to put this one on you and give you this one. <laughs> yeah, it's not just like I'm picking up apples so I can make apple gel or some bullshit like that. It's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, I always play that wrong. I yeah. don't disperse it amongst the party. No? Buff up my character. Really? Yep. Because at the end of the day, if my character dies, then the ship goes down. If my character survives, I don't give a fuck if everybody else in my party dies. I lived, and they're reborn. Oh, interesting tactic. So if I'm the strongest person, even though it's kind of wiping out everybody else, yeah, I can still survive it. Interesting. I can res them in the combat. I can heal them in the combat. I can order them to heal people in the combat. Like, I can control some of that, but I have to stay alive. Once my character goes down, everything else kind of goes to tits. Yeah, it's because nobody else is buffed. No. Like, it's just I'm not good with anybody else. Uh, Okay. So, like, I would switch to to law. law, And, like, I'm decent with law. But it, it like it, it's just kind of one of those like this is harder for me because I'm not I'm I'm trained to play this person right no I know, I know I, the I, arts I know the setup like it's it's kind of like if you were playing Rinwell and then like Rinwell passes out so you switch to Shion mm-hmm. right I don't know what party you used but you switch to Shion and then you're like oh shit. I haven't had, I, I okay, let me set her up real fast. So you go into your arts menu and you give her all the arts and everything, but then you're realizing like, oh, this art sucks. <laughs> oh shit, this art sucks. So you're kind of like, you're trying to develop it in a big battle in which your characters are dying. No, that's not how I do it. I like, I, I, I like preemptively, I'm like, this is how I want you. If I need to be you, this is how I want you to be. And I just always set everybody up that way. So if I need to change, I can change on the fly and just know exactly what I need to do. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like, I've, I've I've tried. Like, again, I played law for quite a while, especially in the Coliseum. Yeah. Um. So, like, I had his movesets down and everything like that. And I was like, I just, I can't get the rhythm. Yeah. Like, there's a rhythm to the characters. No, and that is beautiful, like, that you bring it up because, like literally like this like there are moments in this game when there are enemies all around you and you see everybody fighting but like i'm super focused on what i'm doing and it's like you know you dodge at the right time you do a pushback blast you do a quick art to like freeze them in place you do another dodge back you power up uh you know a bigger one to drop on them that one dies you turn around you summon like a big old giant fuck off meteor from the sky to drop yeah. on everybody and everything dies and you're like i didn't take a single fucking point of damage fuck you game i kicked your ass and you just feel like a badass you got the rhythm yeah it you was got awesome. the rhythm and that's the thing when i was alfin Man, yeah, I had that rhythm. So it wasn't unless if like, like the bird monster, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't know if you ever fought that like mega bird monster at the top of the tower. I think that one I did. Yeah. Oh my God. Like 
I'm fighting it. And then all of a sudden it would just do this like rake across thing Mm -hmm. and I would get hit and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Heal me. But beyond that, I'm like, I'm dodge, dodge, slice, 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 shoot these birds down. Now they're on the ground and I'm just fucking hacking them up because you know, you have your character special abilities Mm -hmm. that charge up and Shinnan's Shion's was like, awesome for flying type monsters yeah, it's good for flying monsters you hit them and it knocked them to the ground and then you could just basically pin them there yeah. with alfin and it did double damage and like i had this rhythm to yeah it. but it was like boom i got hit and it was like oh that was three quarters of my health mm. like it didn't matter if i buffed up everybody else that was three quarters of my health yeah like holy crap the the one monster that gave me trouble was in that was that um it was in the cave and it was the one that summoned the little like jelly balls with the little things oh, on top okay yeah. that was the one that i that's the one protecting the pond oh yes the fishing pond yes. afterwards yeah yes yes um yeah that was the one that i was like fuck you i'll be right back and then I, and then i never went back <laughs> yeah 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 like, no, we, it, we had a few bouts like I, like i tried four or five times mm-hmm. and i just he just he just i wasn't at the right level i kept going in a couple of levels under him yeah and i was like i'll be back when i'm higher level buddy i'm just gonna keep my eyes on you i'll, I'll be right back yeah and, and then, then you never went and then back. i beat the game and i was like i'm done yeah. i'm gonna play something else <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that it, uh, that that is like a blessing and kind of a curse with this, right? Like mm. it, it's one of those like if I find a game and I'm like I want to spend more time in this, but I I gotta play something else. Yeah, I I gotta move on. I gotta play something else. But then there's games like this where I'm like I'm done and I'm okay if I don't return to it right away. Yeah, I liked it. I'd play it again, just not right away. Right. Like, All right, walk away. Yeah. So. All right, one one last thing before we go. Let's talk about the reception real quick. Oh, God. So Metacritic gave it pretty much um, eight, uh, middle, eight, mid-80s all across the board. PC, it was 85. PS4 was 82. PS5 was 87, as well as Xbox X was 87 out of 100. Um, Destructoid, 8.5. Eurogamer recommended it, so I guess they've changed their thing. Uh, um, a couple of nine out of tens GameSpot was seven out of ten that one that one surprises me um but yeah i mean everything else you know it doesn't surprise me i could see where it might be i'd float it around a seven or eight myself i'll tell you what aside from the, the my the story gripes that i was talking about already yeah the one thing that does bother me especially because i was playing renwell is you always say the name of your fucking attack so literally it was like, um, and now I can't remember the name of what the art was, but it was like lightning hammer, lightning hammer, lightning hammer, because that was like my quick one yeah. while I was, yeah. you know, waiting to get everybody, you know, maybe like, uh, in a perfect situation, yeah, properly set up for one of my, you know, my heavier ones. But yeah, it was just like constantly saying the same thing over again. That might irritate the fuck out of some people. The, um, the, uh, like I said, the uh, teenage angst part between Alfin and Shion, I think that might get to some people. Again, it's not super pervy. Um, you know, if that's a thing that you might be a little hung up on, don't worry about it. It's totally fine. Um, yeah, like you, you got upset about Shinin and Law, or not Shinin and Law, sorry, um, Rinwell and Law, but they're roughly the same age. Yeah, it was just more like of he's like... he's 15. Yeah, it was more of like... 
I've I've been seeing them as like playful brother and sister. And the fact yeah. that he kind of was like, because it's about halfway through the game that it changes. That, yeah, that law is like Rin was looking kind of good, and I'm like, you stop that right now. She's a precious little snow baby. <laughs> she's a precious little snow baby. <laughs> yeah, you don't touch her. She's my Rinwell. <laughs> she's my she's my precious snow baby, and oh, I will protect okay. her. I love her. I love her and Hoodle. Yeah. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm, I did too, with the exception of that last little twenty percent. Um, but it didn't really ruin the game for me. I didn't leave a. I loved the symmetry. Yeah, the symmetry is like throughout this game, through and through. It was very beautiful. And the, I was just saying, speaking of beautiful, the fucking art style. Oh yeah. my god, the game is just beautiful. Like yeah. I love that art style. It's yeah, it's pretty awesome. So anything else? No, that's it. All right, guys. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, head over to our Facebook page. You know we always talk about that. Let us know what your thoughts were. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you haven't played it yet, let us know if uh, after our conversation you're going to pick it up and play it or. Um, you know, if you did that, let us know what you thought after our discussion. So just let us know. He said it like four times. Let, just a, let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Let, let us know. Let us know. No, let no. Us know. Stop right now. It's still technically kind of cold outside. <sighs> it is. <laughs> and don't forget to head over to our uh, Patreon, guys. Uh, any donation is appreciated. We use it, like I said, in every episode, we use it to keep the lights on. Um, but yeah, so I think stay tuned for next week. It'll be a good one. I think it'll be a listener request. No, it is Guardians next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be another fun one to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game, game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in 2020. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required. 